and welcome to For the Love of Gaming, the podcast. If you love gaming, you will love us. You can find us at twitch.tv forward slash F-T-L-O-G. It stands for For the Love of Gaming. All of our social links are on there as well. My name is Ed Fire, and I'm joined by the beautiful, slightly less hairy than usual, Treebeard, a.k.a. Russ Fodar. Say hello, Russ. Hello. And today we don't have a special guest. However, we're going to be talking about a variety of gaming-related things, such as the RTX series, and also things that come free with laptops. Oh. <laughs> anyway, mm, hello, Russ. How's it going? What's new in your world, sir? Um, What's new in my world? Um, I've started playing the new Quake. Well, I say new. It's not really that new. The um, Quake Champions. Oh, yes. Yeah. So- basically, just everything from like Doom and Quake, Wolfenstein, all of those put into one and everyone just sh- shoots and kills each other. Great. Okay. So this is, like you said, this isn't an old game, but is it is something's changed recently to make it available? On Steam, is that right? It's oh, now yeah. free it, it rather than private beta. Free. I like it when things are very free. Hello, Baguette. Welcome back. Uh, just again, I'll take this opportunity for people who are listening back to this podcast afterwards. We stream these live as well. So I just said hello to Killer Baguette, who stopped in yesterday for some streaming, uh, streamed gaming. Anyway, um, yes, so Quake Champions. Uh, it sounds as if there wasn't any difficulty finding people to play the game with then. No, no, it's um, the the literally you find a room and like you stick with them people until someone leaves, and it drags someone else in. Okay, and yeah, it's really easy and fast to find matches and games, and that really good. Good, and so we, when we spoke last, or when you told me get Quake Champions, I looked into, I, I mentioned rather the Unreal Tournament game, as in that's being to us epic games that's being developed with the community, which feels like a really good idea, but it doesn't feel anywhere near as good or as fun. Maybe I just want to play Unreal Tournament 2003 all over again. That could be it. And and yeah. I have some, I've got some amazing memories actually. So when you mentioned Quake Champions, it made me think of Unreal Tournament, of course. And I've got memories of 2003. Allow me to in- to get you to cast your mind back or to it was really 2004 when I was playing it and I was in university at first year and internet was not the same as it is now not by a long stretch so my internet connection was really really naff really really bad I also my computer didn't have a dedicated graphics card it was onboard graphics and you could play the game with onboard graphics. It wasn't awful, although if I time-travelled now and went back and saw the frame rate and the graphics, it probably was hideous. But that's not the point. Playing online was almost impossible with a dial-up connection, <laughs> um, as you would probably imagine. So, yes, I, there were a few moments where I was like, oh, yes, oh, that person stopped. I'm going to shoot them. Then I realised they were just stood still, and then my internet connection died. I was like, ah, ah, okay. So yes, the internet was a different time. But okay, so back to the present time. Quake Champions, sell it to us. I think you already sold it to sell us. It, sell it yeah. to us again. Basically, if you want to run around as the Doom guy and punch people in the face, you can. If you want to run around as BJ Blaskovitz from Wolfenstein, you can. Um, yeah, literally everyone. You can unlock skins. There's a free version where... You can like unlock gems to unlock characters. Um, there's also a paid version of it where, like the battle pass, then you unlock more equipment and that. And okay. It's like a basic FPS multiplayer with unlockable skins and that, but it's it's just so good. Okay. There's one move, one move in Unreal Tournament that I really loved. And I, it's funnily enough, when I played the most recent Unreal Tournament, it wasn't in that game. I'm hoping it's in Quake Champions then. There was a move where you could, you could do a um, sidestep, you could do a sidewards jump and then jump again. So, or, or rather, you could do a, 
a jump and then jump off a wall as well. So I missed the double jump sideways, the hop sideways, and then jumping off a wall. Can you do that in Quake Champions? Um, well, the each of them have different skills. So Doom Guy can double jump. There's another bloke who can just basically, as you run, you get faster and faster and faster. All right. Um, yeah, there's loads. There's teleporting people. There's a, a lady that goes around on ice skates, and when you use a special move, she leaves a plasma stream behind her, and you can blow that up. Ooh. Um, yeah, it's, it's really good. Mm. Really. Like, it, it, it's basically a more brutal Overwatch without the like shields and tanks and that. Yeah, and this is a really interesting point that Overwatch really uh, came into that realm, that Unreal Tournament, Quake Champions type arena, if you like, and has significantly dominated over the past the past. I don't know even how long five, six years, seven years, maybe, maybe longer. Hang on, we need to bottom this out. Ooh, when did Overwatch launch? Question mark. 2016. Oh, fair bit ago because it didn't start off as free on the Blizzard store. Maybe. But it's only four years. It feels like far longer. Okay, so... Four years? Yeah, apparently. Hang on. Overwatch was released for Microsoft Windows, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One on May the 24th, 2016. I I thought it was longer ago, far older than that. However, I, I digress. It is still dominating the that sort of genre of game and therefore i think that's what was preventing the likes of unreal tournament from coming back in a big way and i i i, I fear for quake because obviously a uh, quake champions because of course overwatch 2 is coming out although i don't see how yeah. that will be significantly different from overwatch but i i i stand to be corrected well yeah i think i think um I mean, it's a good game, but then, like I say, when when was the last time Quake did something? Other than... And they just randomly bring that down. And I think people will play it for the nostalgia and to see all the different, like, um, what what's the name? Is it ID? Yes. Characters. Oh, yeah. Um, I th- it, I've heard a lot of people call it ID. I would call it ID. It, it apparently. Can we get a quick straw poll in the chat and a good opportunity to say hello to the people who've just joined? So, Gert, uh, Ali already said hello. Orange, hello. And Baguette, I said hello as well. Again, just a quick prompt that if you're listening to this back on the podcast, on, on Podbean, we do stream these, so come and join us. So what else is new in your life, Russ? What else? We've had a fireplace built. Oh, oh really? Ah, cool. Yeah. And I how did it go? In the living room, I assume, was it? Yes. So, so um, when this, this is going to be completely over the chat and the listeners' heads, but when you came over and I was sat on the city. Yes. Oh, yes, I remember that well. The cupboard behind me, it's where that cupboard was, basically. But wasn't it going to be the corner? It was, but we changed their mind. Oh, really? Okay. Do you well, still have a water it, pipe it sticking out? So much more cosier in that. Yeah, it's, it's good. We just need to paint it now, which I'm doing on the weekend. Nice. Uh, is that going to be between sanding and oiling your wooden surfaces in the kitchen? Yes. <laughs> Definitely. I've got to do that as well. I haven't done it in a while. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, ouch. Well, actually, on the topic of houses and stuff, uh, my wife and I, well, it looks like we're moving. As in, someone has put an offer on our house that we've accepted. We've put an offer on someone else's house that they've accepted. And we are cracking on with getting ready to go. But the buyers are a little bit sluggish. As in, it's been a week and a bit, and they've not not yet instructed a solicitor. Now, that's probably the easiest part of the whole process, is to go to a solicitor and say, "Uh, Solicitor, I choose you. And then they come out of their Pokeballs and they do the conveyancing for you. And that's the easiest part, in essence. So um, anyway, that's it. We're going to be moving just up the road a little. Good. Thank you for lurking as well. 
It will do. Thank you. And um, what else was there? I feel like I've done some weird cookery stuff recently and thought, I'm going to remember that and I'm going to share it with Russ on the podcast. But of course, because I didn't write it down in advance, uh, then I, I don't have it. I don't have it. Um, you have done recently that video, ain't you, on the soda bread? Yes, so. in- yes, indeed, indeed. So, how to make vegan ha walnut and raisin soda bread, which was very nice. And also, if so, I, the reason that it's soda bread is because it uses bicarbonate of soda, also known as baking soda, which is very confusing because it sounds like baking powder, which is different. Anyway. Bicarbonate of soda, which is a yeast-free or a, an alternative to yeast, um, which allows you to make bread-like stuff. And you will use it in baking generally, but I use it to make bread. Soda bread is an Irish bread. And uh, the reason I do that is that I do it to – because I, yeast is an irritant for me. It makes my skin red and sore and horrible. So I um, make my own bread. But the issue is that when you've got – Things that you wouldn't think have bread in them, like a nut roast, which I know sounds very appetizing. So I made a nut roast. That's a, that's a good reminder. Nut roast last weekend, which was delicious, surprisingly. Um, so n- nut roasts have breadcrumbs in. <laughs> breadcrumbs, when you buy them from the store, have yeast in them because it's bread that was made with yeast. So another thing that's really good about making soda bread is that you can just siphon off the breadcrumbs from when you're cutting the bread and just heat them a little bit, dry them off. And then you've got yourself some uh, panko breadcrumbs, as in dried breadcrumbs, that you can then use in recipes like that. <gasps> yeah! Oh, Aquila, hello. Yes, you picked up on the word nut. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Ali, see you again very soon. So, Russ, what games have you been playing recently? Well, I was about to say, I've just literally five minutes before we started, I downloaded a game called The Backrooms Game. Oh, yes. Tell me more. And I had to turn it off. It's horrible. Okay. Like, horrible in a good way. It's really terrible. Nothing happened, and I was absolutely terrified. Okay. Feel compelled to look it up. Good. We like free. <laughs> very, very positive reviews on Steam, and very positive reviews all over, to be honest. Okay. It's a pie on the plate productions development and publisher so it's a bit of an indie game and basically you run round corridor trying to get to the end and summit's chasing you and I haven't seen much chasing you because I was too scared to <laughs> I mean in, in fairness the still shots on Google images look awful like really really bad I'm going to put this in our board channel which is after party, I think. Is it after party? Stream after party. The last thing that we watched that's in the stream after party is the Poor Patrol theme songs. This is a bit of a <laughs> deviation or a change from that. But the the um like the little paragraph that stick by the game, whatever it's called, the blurb, so to speak, says nothing but the old the stink of old moist carpets. The madness of mono yellow and the blinding light of fluorescent bulbs at maximum humbuzz. Over 600 million square miles of ran- randomly segmented rooms. God save you if you hear something wandering nearby. Because <laughs> sure as hell has heard you. Sounds nice. I thought, it can't be that bad. And I started playing it and it's horrible. <laughs> so, yeah. Not good game from the two minutes I've played of it, but uh, yeah, I'll tell you a game that's quite good for making you jump is oh, no good. What's it called? It's called Dark Deception, which is Pac Man 3D Pac Man. Yeah, and how many chapters are there? I think they're oh, they've right, they've got four chapters out now, and are they all free? Okay. Yeah. I couldn't complete oh the first God, bloody chapter. Yeah, they, they spend a lot of time. I watched a video of them developing it. Okay, now you can pay for them now. Yeah, 350 that's not, that's not awful. And you 
yeah, it, uh, there was a video explaining about the development of the game and and its progression and how they had some famous YouTubers play it and how they went back to the drawing board to get it right. And it, oh my god, it just looks creepy as fart. But I couldn't finish the first chapter, if you like. But it's worth having a look. The first chapter is free, to the best of my knowledge, and I would encourage people to download it and give it a go. Dark Deception. That is. A very and the sound design in that game is phenomenal because it enables you to listen and hear whether the creature is coming from behind you or in front of you or is running down a corridor to the side of you. But the difference is very very subtle, but you can tell the difference. So I would I would I would encourage people to download the free game, the free chapter one. It is free and have a go. Right. That's and, about that. um, what 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 did what have you played any new games that have scared the poop out of you? Oh, oh oh very well lined up for us. Well done. Well in fact I streamed last night. So we we uh, my plan was to stream on Friday tonight and then to do the podcast yesterday, but Russ, you had to reinstall all of the stuff on your computer, which meant that we used this evening just before this podcast to set up your audio again. And you're sounding lovely, might I add. Oosh. All thanks to you. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, but anyway, so yesterday we streamed instead, or I streamed, and I streamed the game that beautiful Mr. McRussingson, who's on the podcast now, bought me uh, for Christmas, and it's called Visage, or Visage. I call it Visage. Not sure why. I don't really say Visage all that often. That's why I say it like that. I, I probably would get beaten up very regularly if I said that. <laughs> it oh, maybe sounding very precisely except you're in a house i mean it's a massive house it's a huge house and you're doing all these kooky things and there are basically ghosts of people who were murdered in the house and it's pretty well put together and it unlike some other versions of that or other twists uh, sorry other games with that twist to them that i've played that were fun and scary but had limited replayability. The finish of this one is pretty good. It is in open beta. Is it in beta or it's in early access? Whatever that means early to them, I'd say it's open beta. But Russ bought it for me, and it's a good game. You can watch that obviously on Twitch. And in fact, that's a really good point. Let's do a quick plug for FTLOG. So if you are enjoying yourself, please leave a review, give us some stars, and share it online. Also, do come and join us live at twitch.tv forward slash FTLOG and follow links to our other social platforms from there. There's plenty of ways you can support us. Shall I say that again? There's plenty of ways you can support us should you wish to. Patreon, Humble Bundle, Amazon, Discord. The list goes on, but not significantly longer than what I've just mentioned. Ah, should we talk about what's new in the news, in the world of gaming news, Russ? I know you've been doing your research. Where would you like to start us off? Ooh. Where, um, EA, because they've been playing about a bit again, haven't they? Yes, We're they have. Putting games back onto Steam and charging more for them. So the poor, which what was it? Um. The port Sim SimCity two thousand is it? So here it is. Wow. EA has jacked up the prices of lots of old games on Steam. So SimCity four, sorry, it's a sixteen year old game, and they're charging like eighteen quid for it. Eighteen quid? Holy moly! Yep. Dragon Age Origins. They've jacked up the price by a fiver. So they've put two. Which is rose three pound. Why have they put the price as in it was already on the Steam store, but they've put the prices up. Yeah. What why? In some is it cases Brexit? it says here that on the Origin store the games are pretty much double in price. I don't care what the Origin store is doing, they can stick that right up their bottoms. <laughs> I, I I think I had the origin store because I wanted to play Dead Space 3, which, sorry, Russ, for me, it was a mistake ever playing that game. 
the, the idea of co-op in Dead Space, amazing, but it was such a, it was like the Resident Evil, f- is it five or was it six? Six is the one that yeah. goes wonky. Yeah. It's like the Resident Evil six. I know what you mean. I'll get it. But I'm Resident sorry. I know that you two, played yeah. lots of it. One and two. Yeah, no, one, I think. one is amazing. Absolutely amazing. I didn't finish two. Uh, I, I think that I managed to get myself into a, I streamed it, funnily enough. I found, managed to get myself backed into a corner where I didn't have enough ammo to progress from through a particular section. So therefore, I was yeah. stuck. <laughs> and I stopped. But Dead Space 1, for a game that was from, I think, 2008, aged so well. Brilliant game. I would yeah. recommend it. Yeah, exactly. So Jim's mentioned that. And Orange, yes, Brexit does strike again. So, um, Russ, tell me which other games they've bumped up the prices of. And how are people reacting to it? Um, Other than not particularly positively. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, they're the main ones people have sort of complained about. Um, SimCity and Dragon Age are now more expensive in New Zealand, but Dead Space 2 isn't. So it's, it's literally across the world, they've just randomly raised the price of games and all sorts. But apparently, as well, from what I remember, they're giving refunds out for Warhammer 3. Hammer because 3? Because it wasn't very well received. Wait, oh, right, okay, War. I didn't even know Warhammer 3 was out. Warhammer, hang on. Warhammer, Total War Warhammer 3. Is this what we're talking about? Did I know that was out? Maybe. I actually bought uh, Warhammer 2, Total War Warhammer 2, was it? And then uh, through Humble Bundle, which we'll come on to shortly, and I refunded it because they carved out different races. So I think you could have like four or five races at the beginning, and they carved out the really cool ones, and they were like, oh, you can pay extra for those, which for me is a, it's, it's not even a red flag. It's actually knocking at your door, standing there, and then putting the burning bag with a turd in it on the doorstep whilst you're watching them. It's like, you know exactly who did it and you know they're a bastard, but you still got to put it out. So anyway, I was like, no, I'm going to refund this immediately. You will need to add on Appy's Aquila to pay, to, to play Dead Space. It made me say the S word in front of my niece. That's how, how scary it is. <laughs> Ooh, I was in the front room in the middle of the day. Oh, shh, shh. Okay. So anyway, Total War 3. So they've offered refunds, as in they've given the money back completely and yeah. then they keep the game, or they've just said, all right, have your money back, and they've thrown it back at them. I'm pretty sure you've got to like request it, but I don't, it's not been very well received. I can't, I can't find the... Um, what's it called now? Oh, here we go. The Outrage over Warcraft 3 Reforged. That's the one, sorry. Sorry, say that one more time. Um, um, Warcraft 3 Reforged. Warcraft. That thing you said. Didn't they just release the classic? That was World of Warcraft. How is the... uh, Are Warcraft and World of Warcraft significantly different? Um... Not majorly, but it's more like Warhammer, uh, not Warhammer, Warcraft's more like, um, yes, tell me more. <laughs> Just trying to think it. So <laughs> World of Warcraft's like a MMO, so massive multiplayer online. Yeah. And Warhammer's more of a. Warcraft, what's it called? Single player sort of thing. But there's then there's the aspects of like it's first person hack and slash sort of thing. It's yeah, it, it's the same. Okay, it's the same universe, but a different thing. If that makes sense, it does. <laughs> Fine, thank you. So <laughs> One is a strategy game, I the other is MMORPG. Warcraft is set before World of Warcraft. I think. Don't oh, that's, quote me on that. That's confusing. 
idiot to myself here, but I'm no, pretty sure that's what it is. You've been quoted on it. It's been immortalised, and I'm now very confused. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Orange just said it. One's a strategy game. One's MMO. Good. In fact, can we get Orange on the on the sh- the call now? Russ, do you mind just going into the chat? Is that all right? Yeah. I'm joking. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm obviously being an asshole. Uh, another game that obviously launched recently that thanks to Russ. If I didn't know Russ, I wouldn't find anything out about gaming ever. So Russ messaged me in, in uh, a sort of excited state saying, you can get Quake 2. It's been re-released to use the RTX graphics series' ray tracing ability. Now, I was excited by that because, of course, uh, not because, of course, I have an RTX graphics card in my laptop. And, of course, for the last year of having it, I've not really had any way or any games that make use of these new features that supposedly make you want to explode in your underpants. So this was an um, ideal opportunity to take a look. And yeah, it's it's Quake 2. Don't be don't be misled at all. It's Quake 2. And is there ray tracing? I, I'm going to have to take their word for it. I assume there is. I couldn't tell you if it looks significantly better or different. Probably Quake 2 is the worst game to launch to try and demonstrate the lighting because you're moving around reasonably quickly. You would surely use a game where you're meandering slowly and walking through a scene and looking at light and stuff like that. But yeah, and also what kind of killed it a little bit was the fact that the frame rate was 42 frames a second. 42 frames a second. It's not all about the frames per second, but it kind of helps. I'm going to find the video and I'm going to post it in the chat and in Discord as well, because so, I put it up on our Facebook page. <clears throat> well, from, from the um, co- comments and that, reading the reviews and that, apparently the only way to get a proper light, wow, this is really good, is if you get a RTX... 280. I think it runs at about 52. What? <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> Considering the fact that I could barely tell the difference, or, uh, 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 the, the issue is I have no frame of reference. So if you could play the game for five minutes and then it renders out two videos side by side, one with the effects on and one without the effects on. So it's duplicated and then you were able to like maybe use a slider. That would be really cool. I know I'm overthinking this, but at the same time, they're trying to use this as a way of uh, showing, oh, I can't share it. How annoying. They're, they're using it as a way to try and show the quality or, and the ability of their graphics cards. And then I'm thinking, is this, is this good? I don't know. It could be good. I don't think it is good, though, because it's Quake 2 from years and years ago. It, Sorry, it looked, to me, it looked more like a smoothing than anything else. So we just... Yeah rounded everything off and added a little bit more detail but I don't know so this is a game from I think they've got to try a little bit harder to impress me with that I'm not going to spend thousands on a new graphics card <laughs> for it to make Quake 2 a little bit better well Russ you'll be pleased to know that the list of games that are going to be utilising ray tracing technology is Reasonably enticing. Let me list them for you, or at least the ones that will actually mean something to you, I guess. Atomic Heart, does that mean something to you? Nope. <gasps> it should do. <gasps> oh, it's a first-person quirky shooting something or other. It's set in a weird, weird universe by the looks of it, so I, that's going to be worth it. Atomic Heart, also Cyberpunk 2077. Okay. Also, Dying Light 2, whenever that launches. Oh, that'll be good. Funnily enough, Quake 2 is on the list. Uh, what else? Wolfenstein, Youngblood. So there's a few current games that use it. My my issue is that frames per second is is quite important. And yeah, actually, Jim, you've hit it on the on the hit the nail on the head here that ray tracing is a little bit pointless at the moment, which makes RTX graphics cards a little bit pointless. I would advise people, and I'm not an expert, but I'd advise people to look at the benefits of getting a slightly higher spec GTX card. Because I've had an RTX card for a wait uh, a while, and I've had no significant benefits from it, like improved graphics. I'm sure it is slightly better, and 
from benchmarking exercises, you can get extra frames and stuff like that. That's that's cool. I'm not dissing that. But if you're pumping out new graphics cards that are doing these two cool new things and you can't really benefit from that after a year of them being out, then it's a false economy. Oh, I'm Mr. Negative tonight, aren't I? Cool. <laughs> Negative ninny. I'm going to say something else negative now. Go on, you know where we, everyone was all excited for Stadia. Oh, yes. Well, well I wasn't. Apparently, but... GeForce is now, is now cloud gaming, and their cloud gaming service is what Stadia should be. <laughs> really good. Oh, and dear. Got a free section as well, if anyone wants to give it a go. Okay, that sounds cool. GeForce now. Kind of like PlayStation now. Your games, your devices play anywhere. Yes, it's a shame, Google. They they squirted a lot of money up that wall, didn't they? Just a little bit. Hmm. Also, if anyone's running AMD, the 64-core Threadripper 3990X is now available for <sighs> the low, low price of 3,990. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Ouch. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of a, a funny thing to say, like, that's the price of my house, but it's not. Maybe if we, we were doing this podcast 40 years ago, it would be the price of my house. 50 years ago, maybe. But I also wouldn't be recording a podcast. Good, good. How do I see the games that are on GeForce now? You you bought it, you own it. Share the wins, get playing. No, that's not helping me. Oh, look, oh, they're actually scrolling now. Dead by Daylight, Path of Exile, Warframe, Ride 3. I think that's, guess, I guess it's some sort of pornography. No, it's a, it's a bicycle riding thing. Saints Row 4, Mord High, I think that's how you say it. Kingdom Come Deliverance, Dauntless. Fortnite Chapter 2, A Plague Tale, Cuphead. Oh, I need to play that again. Anyway, World of Tanks. So there's some pretty impressive games in this lineup, unlike Google Stadia. Do we have any stats about how many people are still playing it or using it? Stadia. Yes. Have a look. Apparently, as of right now, which is the 27th of December 2019, yes, there are 11.6 thousand players. Oh, no. Is that across all their games? Um, overall on Stadia. Oh, no. And that, that, my friends, is why I do not adopt early. I'm never going to be that person who's at the front of the queue who's been camping there for three days and smells like a, a, a mushroom wrapped in garlic that's been left out in the sun. Whatever. Yeah, uh, NVIDIA I, says there is about a million people on the waiting list for GeForce now. Oh, it depends how many people are actually on the service. Is there, what are there, no ones on the service? I didn't know how to structure that sentence. You can tell. <laughs> uh, is there, no, you know what? A million people on the waiting list. It's kind of, it makes me think of, you know, when you're, you're queuing up for a club and you're like, oh my God, it's going to be so cool in there. Not that I've done this for years, but it's going to be so cool in there. Oh, I can't wait to get in. You get to the front after two hours of queuing and there's no one in there. Is that what they're doing with GeForce now? They're like, oh, a million people on the waiting queue. Get on waiting list. And, but no one's inside playing. Shh, don't tell anyone. Basically, what NVIDIA have said is that more than 1.2 billion people play games on the PC, but only a fraction have a modern PC with the power to play their favourite games. If you had an old laptop, you can still play high-end games because the game runs in the data centre on the RTX graphics cards, then the video is sent via broadband onto the gamer's machine. Now, there's, there's got to be some element of, obviously, video processing. And there's going to be, of course, a lag time between 
this is the, the one of the things that was really really bad about Stadia was that you could um you could really really notice the lag, especially if you've got a a, a TV that already has input lag. I I I'd have to play it to believe it. Generally, especially with competitive games, having any lag is a no 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 no. But you can because it's got a free section, so you can trial it. What? Okay. Consider it done then. Where do I see the free sec join today? And what's this thing about the waiting list though? I have no idea at the minute. <laughs> ah, aha! Um, we found a glitch. But the company revving up its efforts, expanding the service around the world with a free version and offering a beta £5 a month for the premium service. Mmm. Sounds like so luxury to me. It's in basic, basically, it's in early access. And so, Stadia, you didn't have to buy a console, but you did have to buy a special Google Chromecast to be able to play it properly. So it's like, don't buy any hardware apart from this hardware. <laughs> but that's not hardware. And yeah, okay, this. Uh, yeah, I'd be interested to try it. And it's look, it says here as well, this is classic sales technique. On the GeForce website, it says, the free edition, basically you can play for an hour a day, and that's it. Or maybe just one hour per month, something like that. Or one, one hour session length. I don't know. It doesn't clarify that. But then, so that's zero pounds a month, obviously, because that's free. And then the founder's edition is four ninety nine a month for 12 months. Uh, but it all hurry up. It's a limited time offer, and it's got a little icon of a stopwatch. You know it's limited offer when there's an image of a stopwatch there. Mm. Move fast. Are you going to sign up, Russ? I might do. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I'm pretty. I'd be pretty happy if I just got the um, humble bundle. Oh, oh, actually, oh well, that's a yeah. seamless link, isn't it? Should we take a quick look to see what's on humble bundle this month? And, and whilst we're doing that, I'm going to type in. I think it's humble. There we go. Great. If you want to sign up to Humble Bundle, you're welcome to use our partner link. That means we get a little bit of money if you sign up to Humble Choice. It's not Humble Monthly anymore. It's ever so slightly different. But there's three tiers of membership, as in that you could pay for one month, basically, when it says membership. But you pay a certain amount and you can pick a certain number of games from their, both from their monthly Humble Choice release, which is 10 games that you can pick from. or when you become a member, again, whether it's one month or more, and there's no, you can cancel within a month's notice as well, and you get access to their Humble Trove, which is a long list of other games as well. Do you have a quick look to see what's, I get really excited about this, don't I, Russ? The Humble Bundle. You do. And the funny thing is that I, I in the last week, I've maybe played three hours of gaming because I'm moving house and I have a son and a job and all these other things that re- and I need to sleep these other things that really do get in the way of gaming let's have a little look ooh well, I don't think any of these actually excite me damn it damn it damn it okay no this is a month that didn't hit the mark for me oh never mind so what have we got we've got frostpunk the rifts We've got Pathfinder, Kingmaker, Explorer Edition. We've got Something of Demons, Nightcall, Cryofall, Something... Is that Okami or Mami? Eliza, which looks interesting. Shenzhen, 1-0 or IO. Project Warlock. Yeah, that's probably not how you say it at all. I know, right? What is sleep? It's something that I need lots of, and I don't get enough of at the moment. Okay, so oh, that was a bit because of... it's a place. That's the okay. Ah, oh, fine. So anyway, um, in Guangdong, not in where? Sorry, Guangdong. I'll guang your dung in a minute. <laughs> Naughty boy. It's just north of Hong Kong. <laughs> I've heard of that one. I'll hong your cock. No. <laughs> and just save with Dong Guan. <laughs> Sorry. Holy moly. This is getting very filthy. I'm, I'm 
getting a little bit hot under the collar. <laughs> so humble bundle out of the way. I oh, so it's my birthday on Monday. Hey, happy birthday to me! And my wife, with the help of Russ, who's obviously my counterpart, mm-hmm. my counterfeit, no counterpart on this podcast and on FTLOG. Uh, she bought me as a collaboration between her and my parents a PlayStation Four, and then I bought a Ooh. VR kit again because I've only played stuff for about three hours this week. I haven't even played on it. Why? Well, I know I I set up the VR kit, I put the headset on, and I looked at the menu in virtual reality, and I was like, "Oh, this is cool." And then my wife was like, "Can I watch Love Island now?" So I said, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> And Beat Saber, yes, although I think I need the move, go the PlayStation Move things, Jim, which is... Oh, they're, they're, they're cheap enough in um, CEX or KEX. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, because they're like 90 quid on Amazon. <gasps> Say what? PS Move, CEX. Let's have a look. Oh, 25 to 55 quid. That's all right. I can live with that. What, they sell for 55, you bastard. On that note, I've actually been watching South Park, reruns of South Park on Amazon Prime. Right. Yeah. Which ones? What what season? I started with season five because I, I, I know that the first few seasons are just a little bit silly because yeah. they were, it was new and it was funny, but then it started to get a little bit political. I can't remember where it is, but they've got 22 seasons. So... Season five, I felt, was a good place to start. It's around 2001, something like that. Facebook Marketplace is a good idea, Jim. I'll tell you what, I remember playing, I forgot what it was called, the Safe Park game. I think it was on the Mega Drive or the N64. It was one of them two. Oh, and yes. The, 64. when the, the evil turkey things and you had to kill them with snowballs. Yeah. And you could wee on the snowballs and make them yellow as well. Yeah. <laughs> Just on, on a topic, I don't want to keep on changing away like I've got ADHD or something. However, I've, fa- I've posted a link in and the cow launches. I've posted a link in the chat, and I'm also going to do it in the Discord after party channel uh, to show ray tracing. It's actually got the slider that I mentioned, ray tracing. If I was playing a game that did this, I would, I would definitely be able to tell the difference. That is just, uh, forgive me, people who are listening back on the podcast. You can't see this at all, but come and join us on Discord. Go to FTLOG forward slash, sorry, twitch.tv forward slash FTLOG (laughs) and type exclamation mark Discord in the chat or look for it. And then come and join us on Discord and you'll see the link. That looks impressive. Whereas launching a game with Quake 2 or of Quake 2 with ray tracing on, no. But there is Thank you, some, Jim. Because um, I know Jim, who's in the chat, plays a game called Temtem, which is a very much, it's pretty, it's poke, like a Pokemon-esque game. Um, and apparently oh, yeah. Temtem have kept to their promises of detecting and banning cheaters and have currently banned over 900 people. Oh, nice. Good. And well, apparently it's 100% effective there. Um, method of finding and neutralizing cheaters. Oh, neut- ouch, neutralizing them. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Ow. <laughs> I, these images look nice. It looks like Wind Waker beats Pokemon. That's yes. cute. Yeah, it's very much the um, same sort of RT Wind Waker with Digimon slash Pokemon sort of thing. Yeah, I like it. It looks nice. Does it, is it like an off-brand version? Does it like use the, the lines, but slightly differently? So instead of like, I choose you, it says, I pick you. No, we'd have to be slightly different on there. You are my choice. Bulber dog, you are my choice. Jim, feel free to correct me at any moment. Square to chew. <laughs> that sounds like something Anna would um, latch onto. Oh, is that too far for a podcast? Ouch. 
right, what's next? What's next? Oh, have you ever, have you got any memories of free stuff that comes with laptops or PCs? Free stuff, like yeah. not an antivirus. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Oh, Wembo's here. Hello, Wembo, by the way. See, I was trying to play all cool, but um, now that everyone's seen me, I can't play that cool. So again, just a quick reminder, if you're listening back to the podcast, if you've made it this far through the podcast with your still audio, you're aware that we have, we're streaming this live and we're chatting with our friends as they come into the room, the chat room, that is. So Russ, I, the reason that I wanted to chat about stuff that comes for free with laptops is because there was one particular thing that uh, caught my, or just came back to mind. Do you remember what HD DVDs were? You ever come across an HD, HD DVD? DVDs. No. When was it? HD DVDs. Yeah. Sounds like you should know it, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, I remember like HD ready TVs. Yeah. 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 So they I were seven. And what the HD ready is. They were 720p apparently. So not full HD. It was HD ready and then it was full HD, which would be 1080p. Uh, right. yeah, I, I know. Bizarre. Right. But HD DVDs sound so, so familiar, but where are they now they they didn't really take off and to what i understand hd dvds and blu-rays were competing with each other you know what a blu-ray disc is of course it's super high or whatever i think it's at least hd graphics with really good sound slightly larger capacity uh, kind of like a dvd except hd dvds were the alternatives at the time and again from what i remember the the reason that Blu-ray won in that race was that they were integrated in PlayStation 2, I think. Is it PlayStation 2 or PlayStation 3? It was play, it must be um, PlayStation 3, actually. Blu-ray. Yeah, because you couldn't PS3. clean the PlayStation 3 discs because it took that layer off that um, the Blu-ray reader read. Interesting. So if you scratched the... Uh, well, there was... They had that... There was supposed to be unbreakable, the PlayStation 3 discs, weren't they? Yes, although I never tried it. But unscratchable, sorry. But, um, yeah, if you put a PlayStation 3 disc through a disc cleaner, it you, you there's no point even trying to use it because it, it's dead. <laughs> well, I, I the HD DVD thing, there's a reason I mentioned it. I remember buying a laptop. I cannot remember what brand of laptop it was. This was a while ago. This is when I was very low tech when it came to PC gaming. And I played Hitman something or other. Something. Back in 2005, 2006. Which doesn't feel like that long ago. It probably was bloody. Thank you. Yeah. And I remember buying the, the laptop. And as you do when you buy a new piece of technology, you, you very excitedly open the box and you're like savoring every moment of it. You slide it out of its static free bag and you, you open the different packages and you're like, oh yeah, look at this manual and this disc and all the stuff you're never ever going to use and you're ultimately going to throw away or sell back to someone. And there was a Jason Bourne HD DVD in there and I was like, ha, huh, this is so cool because the the disc drive, the CD drive, was able to play, you got it, HD DVDs. However, there was one big drawback. The screen was not HD. <laughs> so I could watch the DVD on my screen, but not notice the difference. And in fact, I don't think my machine even managed to play it particularly well. So that was good. What other useless stuff do we get with laptops and hardware? I remember when the when you used to buy a phone. Or do, do they still do it where you buy your phone and you get like a free PlayStation Three or PlayStation Four with it now? They still oh, do it then. You, I think, I think you can. I know that you sort of tend to have tablets wrapped in, don't you? But they they charge you for them in essence. They they're, they're charging you. They're just doing it in a very clever way, bastards. Um. Well, all I remember was the Norton antivirus that was terrible. Yeah. I think they actually admitted that it slowed the computers down. 
while it was working. And you're going to give it a little bit of leeway. It's like, if you're going to protect me, I'll allow you to take some of my resources. I'm not that much of an asshole. Oh, is that, is that not acceptable to swear on the podcast? If I, am I changing our podcast ever so slightly? If, you're, if you've got kids with you, sorry. But what other stuff? What, in the chat, has anyone ever had something that's not particularly useful come with their, uh, their laptop or PC or any hardware they've bought? So, yes, Ember, you can definitely swear in the chat like that, that four-letter word you've used. It's, it's unbecoming of you, young lady, even though we're the same age. Well, we will be when it's your birthday. If you make it to your birthday, apparently you're going to be celebrating all month, which will be very hard on you. I'm the sort of person that just likes to hide away from my birthday. I, I don't like to make a big thing of it. Personally. And then Russ is like, call me. I want to say happy birthday. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll call you. <laughs> oh, which stickers, Jim? Are they like cool stickers or are they just this laptop? Oh, no, it's PC parts. Yeah, where do you, st- oh, yeah, do you when, stick when them you on the case? A, like, uh, a little like a laptop and that and they sent you with a knockoff Alienware sticker to stick on the back. So people thought you had an Alienware. <laughs> well, that sounds good. <laughs> Stuff like that, man. <laughs> Well, Embo, the issue with um, celebrating is that I I then have to become a sociable person. So I, I can be sociable. I can, especially in work. I am Mr. Sociable. I work in, a, in the IT operations area of a statistical organization. So we're, we're geeks within a, a sort of myriad of geeks. And they... They're not really people, people. Some of them are, but I'm probably the most people person in there. But my preference is to be detached from the world. I'm going to die alone and miserable with no friends at some point, hopefully a long time in the future. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's okay. So Marble and I can celebrate, I was going to say together, but actually we'd prefer to celebrate separately. So we'll celebrate separately and then everyone else can enjoy. And if we arrange a party for everyone else to enjoy our birthdays, that probably wouldn't be a terrible thing, would it? Okay. Except free drinks. Good. Russ? I have read something that may upset some people and may may make people very happy. Oh. Oh, can we guess? No, don't worry. No, no. no. Go on. No, you've said it. Okay. Something so it's a riddle. Tell tell me again. <laughs> It'll make some people very happy and some people very sad. Ooh, some people very happy. I'm going to generally try and guess now. Some people very happy and some people very sad. What would make some people happy and some people sad? <laughs> hmm. Right now, nah, I'll uh, put you in <laughs> Didn't even let me guess. Rob no, go on. Ferguson, who. I'm just going to say this. Currently, the Gears of War studio head is leaving the Gears of War franchise that he's worked on for over 15 years. But he's joining Blizzard to oversee the Diablo franchise. Ooh, quick vote in the chat. Does that make you happy or does it make you sad? Go! And that was Countdown, if you don't watch Countdown because you're not in Britain. But there we go. So Jim, we've got a, a Orange is like, oh, oh yeah. Well, that could be a, like, oh yeah, I'm aware of that because that's very much Orange's style. Embo said, I missed it. As in, I didn't hear that. And then Jim was like, I'm not fussed, which... I think we can understand what that means. <laughs> so we've got well, an indifferent the chat. Very underrated. Overrated. <laughs> it's all right. I think I didn't help with the build-up. Okay. Also, oh. Oh no. Go. Cool. Rocket cool. League S game, but it's oh. Quidditch. Oh. Broomstick League. Oh. Is it in VR as well? Everyone vomiting. 
<laughs> Broomstick oh, wow, Lee. Pretty cool. I love that they've avoided any branding issues by it's being it's Quidditch like. It's not Quidditch because otherwise you'd have to pay Terry Pratchett. No, <laughs> wrong person. Uh, oh, help. The lady, not the bloke. Well, this site is currently unavailable. Russ, help me with the. Uh, thank you. Jim, Jim's got me in, so has Embo. It's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> um, I, can't, I can't load the page for some reason. Doesn't matter. Russ, are you still with us? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are we I'm trying to find this link again for Embo because she was panicking? Are we? Is this show? Is this podcast the best way to demonstrate how men cannot multitask? <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. I am a terrible nerd, Embo, aren't I? As in, I'm not a very good nerd at all. I'm going to translate everything that I read from the chat now. Ooh. I'm People also RTX twenty eighty super should come with dustfield. Apparently, they're launching a whole lineup of white themed PC gear in twenty twenty. That's very racist. Too soon for that joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. Well, I think on that note, we should have some closing thoughts, Russ. Anything you want to close the podcast with? Um, no, just, oh, yes, actually. Oh, the, good. The, we are thinking about hyping up Resident Evil 3 with a very difficult Resident Evil-themed quiz. Which I've still got a plan. Yeah. You heard it here first, so, folks. That will be good. Hey, and Marble. Thank you. Thank you for subscribing for 15 months, Marble. Thank you so much. Yes. And actually, I, I want to piggyback on that comment, Russ, if that's okay. The oh. We, our plan, part of the For the Love of Gaming strategy for this year for growth is to create a torrent, a very small torrent, of videos very close to when certain games launch, and we're planning on doing that for Resident Evil 3. So Russ, Matt, and I, Matt's another member of the team, we have blocked out a weekend, the weekend straight after Resident Evil 3 is launched, and we're planning on streaming, creating video content, getting stuff up on YouTube, and basically just going hell for leather. I I, I would love if there's anyone else who'd like to get involved, then you are welcome to join us. It gives us an opportunity to promote you to our audience, no matter how small and perfectly formed it is. But also it means that you get the chance to help contribute to what we're aiming for as a group, as a collective, to grow and promote each other. So we're going to be doing Resident Evil 3, Doom Eternal, which is a, a few weekends after or before. Can you ban him, Embo? No, you won't want to ban him. He's lovely. And uh, hopefully Dying Light 2, whenever that launches and stuff. So that was piggybacking on Russ's comment. Anything else to leave you with or leave our wonderful audience with Russell Kins? Russell McMusselson? Doom is nearly upon us. Doom, it is. I can't wait. Cannot wait. I, I won't be able to use ray tracing in it because apparently it doesn't support ray tracing. Shame. But maybe I'll get the chance to use my graphics card in a decade. Play Doom 2016 on stream. I agree. And actually, when I get into it, I'm very good. I know I play a lot of slow-ish games, but I'm quite good. You change your vote from DVD? Okay, fine. Well, I'll have to get, I'll have to get Doom out and dust it off. Right. Okay. I keep on forgetting. We're in a podcast now. We're not just chatting. So uh, here we go. Big thank you to Russ, who is our co-host. Thank you, Russ. Not a problem. I made myself sound like I've got split personality there. Big thank you to Russ, who's my co-host. Not a problem at all. <laughs> and thank you very much to the audience who've been enjoying uh, baiting us and also pretending that we're saying stuff that's funny. So if you enjoyed this, please leave a review, give us some stars and share it online. Also, 
come on down and support us at twitch.tv forward slash FTLOG and follow us to all of the other social platforms that we have linked there. There's plenty of ways to support us. You can find out more information on twitch.tv forward slash FTLOG. As always, I have been Ed Fire. Russ has been Treebeard. This is for the love of gaming. And if you love gaming, you will love us. 